Welcome to Source Code, Decipher's behind-the-scenes look at the week's top news, with input from our sources. The U.S. government made two key moves in the cybersecurity space this week. The Biden administration added four organizations, including NSO Group and Positive Technologies, to the Department of Commerce's entity list, barring American companies and individuals from doing business with them. This is part of a continued effort by the administration to put pressure on foreign companies that sell spyware and offensive tools. Also, the Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency, or CISA, has created a catalog of known actively exploited vulnerabilities and is requiring federal agencies to apply patches for them in an aggressive timeline. The new catalog is different from previous patching mandates for federal agencies, because this focuses on whether flaws are being exploited, as opposed to only prioritizing their severity. Ray Kelly, Principal Security Engineer at NTT Application Security, tells us his thoughts. I think the biggest takeaway for me here is how they are approaching this with a targeted list of vulnerabilities. A lot of organizations, and especially in our governments, you know, if they're given a mandate to just say, hey, your mandate is to be secure. Well, where does somebody start with that? It's difficult to get a start. There's a lot to cover, lots of vulnerabilities. The way they took this approach, though, with a targeted list is it's much easier for a team, a security team, to get in there and start knocking these out one by one and making sure they are protected against those, those vulnerabilities. Not only that, but once they know they have, they've addressed it, they can go back and remediate it and make sure that those are checked off the list. Um, so I think that's a, a pretty good approach to take, uh, especially when you just need to start somewhere. And so I, I think that was a good outcome of this, uh, this new policy. Currently, agencies have until November 17th to apply patches for vulnerabilities added to the catalog that were discovered this year, and until May 3rd, 2022, to mitigate flaws on the catalog that were discovered before this year. In other news, cybercriminals in underground forums are claiming to have both the credentials and access to networks for companies that operate air, ground, and maritime cargo transport. Researchers with Intel 471 detected various network access brokers selling credentials that they claimed belonged to logistics companies over the past few months. The cybercriminals claimed that they obtained these credentials by leveraging vulnerabilities in remote access solutions, including remote desktop protocol. Greg Otto, threat researcher with Intel 471, talked to us about why the potential impact of cyber attacks on the logistics industry is particularly significant. You know, this is really interesting given uh, uh, the greater global economy right now, and we know that the global supply chain is really at uh, a stretch. There's been extreme fluctuations in the availability of goods. We know, for instance, that uh, certain food items in different uh, countries and continents are uh, uh, really at a a standstill. And um, particularly when it gets to moving all of these goods around, you know, shipping and logistics companies are really having troubles finding workers to transport cargo. So Um, Given the strained supply chain, we thought it would be a good idea to see um, 
you know, what could we find on the cybercrime uh, underground in terms of any sort of uh, heightened call for access to the companies that are responsible for transporting uh, goods um, across uh, the world. And one of the most interesting things about this research is that it was not hard to find shipping and logistics companies with their credentials just floating on the cybercrime underground. In August, we found that the Conti ransomware group uh, was asking for access to corporate networks to a U.S.-based transportation management company. Uh, it, at the end of September, we found a, an access broker that was selling access to a U.K.-based logistics company. Within a couple days, uh, that same company was hit with a ransomware attack. So uh, these companies are not hard to find when it comes to access to their credentials and um, actors are taking advantage of the vulnerabilities that we've seen and are trying to launch ransomware attacks and in some cases successfully launching ransomware attacks against these companies. Researchers with Intel 471 said that security teams in these logistics companies should constantly monitor and track adversaries as well as their tools and malicious behavior to stop attacks from these cyber criminals. Finally, an emerging threat actor called Tortilla has been exploiting known vulnerabilities in Microsoft Exchange servers in order to infect victims with the Babook ransomware. The campaign, first uncovered by Cisco Talos researchers on October 12th, was primarily affecting users in the U.S. It turned heads by its unusual injection chain tactic which leveraged an intermediate unpacking stage from a pastebin clone site. Vanya Svadsher, threat research leader with Cisco Talos, explains further. So we were, we were conducting our, our research in trying to hunt for new attacks as they happen. And so what we realized is that we are seeing uh, the uh, Internet Information Services worker process from Exchange, launching a PowerShell command, which would, which would then launch and download another file. And that file was a bit unusual. So most of the time when we try to hunt for some things, we discard all the well-known ones because they keep repeating over time. And so, so this was some, something slightly different. And so at the beginning of October, we tried started investigating it into um, this particular attack, which we've seen in, in several instances in our telemetry. And so we decided to dig a bit deeper. And, and then we realized this is uh, an actor who was trying to exploit several vulnerabilities in internet facing servers with the intention to uh, download and a loader, which would then install uh, a Babook ransomware, which was likely generated from the either leak the generator or the builder from Babook or the Babook source code. Researchers said the campaign illustrates how new attackers are manipulating and deploying Babook after the malware's source code and binary builder were leaked in September. Thanks for listening in to this week's Source Code Podcast. While you were hacking the planet.